This is Thursday, July 1st. Years ago, I remember being at a meeting with a pastor nearing his retirement. In the meeting, one of the other leaders present mentioned this. The years were passing. The time would come for him to shift his ministry and let someone that is younger pick up where he left off. In the meeting, there was a shocking change of tone. That senior leader would hear nothing of it. There would be no discussion. He was not going to give up power. Now, for leaders, there are two major dimensions of their leadership. One is power. It's the ability to be in charge of things, to run the show, so to speak. Leaders need to have some of this to lead. And Moses had this for sure. God put Moses in a place of power to make decisions on behalf of the people. Kings and presidents and business leaders and bosses, they have the power to do this. They can hire or fire, set policy, and allocate resources. They need to do these things for organizations to survive and flourish. But here's the thing about power. You cannot share it without giving up some of it yourself. In this sense, you are losing some of your power. That is what that aging pastor didn't want to do. But there's a second dimension to leadership, and that's influence. And influence works almost the opposite way, very differently. It's not about making things happen as much as affecting others. And the thing about influence is that it is unlike power and that if you give it away, you don't lose influence. Actually, your influence grows. Influence is what we see in the prophets. And actually, their influence grows more when they retire and usually even more when they die. They don't really have any power over anyone. But their influence has changed the world. Now here's our text for today. Numbers 11, verse 26 to 30. Now two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other Medad, and the Spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but had not gone out to the tent, and so they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua, son of Nun, the assistant of Moses from his youth, said, My Lord Moses, stop them. But Moses said to them, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all of the Lord's people were prophets, and the Lord would put his spirit on them. And Moses and the elders of Israel returned to the camp. Now this scene comes after Moses complains before God that he's had enough. The Lord raises up 70 elders and takes some of the spirit that he's given to Moses and he places it on those elders. Now this would look like to us a loss of power for Moses. We might think that he'd be concerned and unhappy that others have what he had. But this isn't Moses' response at all. Actually, two of the elders, these men Eldad and Medad, they refused to come out to this special meeting. But they also received the spirit that the other elders received too. And Moses, who's always looking, um, Joshua, who's always looking out for Moses, 
while he becomes very upset. These two elders were not supporting Moses. They didn't even show up. But they're receiving the same spirit? It just doesn't seem right. But Moses corrects Joshua and tells him it's okay. He wishes everyone had the gift of the Spirit. Now we pause and wonder, how can Moses say this? Well, Moses knows that it is not his power that is being given to them. It is the gift of influence. And the way influence works is that the more of it you give away, the more what you have will grow. We see this in real life with modern leaders. At one time, I was in the same presbytery as Tim Keller, the best-selling author and distinguished pastor. He had the same power in our presbytery as any other elder, but he had far more influence than any of the other leaders that were there. And you know what he was doing? He, his influence was being given all around to help plant new churches, to bring along younger leaders into places of influence of their own. And by giving away influence, his own influence grew. Now, he didn't do this to gain influence, but because this is what real spiritual leadership looks like. So think of Moses. He's thrilled to see what the Lord has given him shared with others. He'd like it to be shared with everybody. Yes, there are times when Moses must assert his authority, use his power. All leaders need to do this at times. But the thing that stands out about Moses is his influence. And that's why, as we've seen, we're still learning from him even now. His influence has spread in ways he could have never imagined. Now, let me go back to that pastor we started with. He was never willing to share power. And in many ways, because of that, his influence also waned as his life came to an end. For me, it was a sad legacy that was left, though he was such a gifted minister. You see, I think we need the help of the Spirit of God to get this right. We're afraid of losing power. But influence is what will matter in the long run. And that is, by give, that is gained by giving it away. Let's pray. Faithful and loving God, your ways are so much higher than our own. Even Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve and to give up his life as a ransom for many. Teach us your ways, O Lord, for we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.